0: Hey, Moan. Hey, DK. See, I like the initial Hey, Moan. It's not, <laughs> it's not Hey, Moan. It doesn't no. come with anything
1: asked at the end. It's just Hey, Moan. It is. That was real solid right there. It was a nice little, little little entrance way right there. Look, Nice little entrance Hey, Moan, DK. I'm cool <laughs> with that.
0: The real entrance comes from our friend Rochelle, who gets the first word today with her Hey, Steelers fam. It's funny. A lot of people who come into this show when it's live, they sometimes don't even pay any attention to us. Do you notice uh-uh.
1: that? Uh huh. No,
0: like talking to each other,
1: and that's what happening right there. DK, look at Casey. Hey, Rochelle. Yo, <laughs> up? Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Brian. Let the people talk, man. Chatty group tonight. You right? That's, we are.
0: That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. That's okay. Barbara has to show up. Everybody, what's, what's up, Foster family?
1: What's going on? What's going on, baby? We in here, man. Closer. Day closer to the game. We actually got a meaningful thursday night game dk listen Mm -hmm. it's like seriously Mm -hmm. francesca
0: wants to know how many members we have now we'll compute that but first first there's business to be taken care of
1: there is dk uh that means starting the show is that it Mm -hmm. say hi
0: We are ringing the bell. Cat Manita's into that. We're hitting the like button. We're seeing a lot of that. We're already starting off with Hodge and 10 gifted memberships. The way to make sure that you can capitalize on those is to hit accept memberships or accept gifts, I should say, on the, uh, the super chat here, yeah. on, here on YouTube. If you don't have one, the boss corrects mm-hmm. me. If you already have one, you can't accept. Come on.
1: Exactly. What we talking about here, DK? I don't know.
0: Jay Quest is working out to this show. Jay Quest. I just picture Jay Quest going right now, just going pumping. Oh
1: yeah, ring the bell, ring the bell, DK. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I mean, that's what it's all about, DK. It's 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 daily work is what we got going on. Do we even call this work, DK, or what? What is I, this, man? I, I've
0: never referred once to this as work. Because we would be doing <laughs> we'd be doing the same thing if we were hooking up right now for an hour. I just like, yep, let's
1: just talk football. I got a serious question for you, DK. You've seen a man. Barks come in with this. Danny Smith torn rotator cuff? In three places. Uh, three,
0: out, three out of the four spots. Yeah, he got knocked down pretty hard there at the end. The very end of the game against Green Bay, yeah. And he probably shouldn't have been in there where he was. The play came flying out of bounds. And then the Green Bay player took a shot and yeah, all that other stuff. So I, it, it wasn't, it, it looked like when he went down, like it was going to be troublesome.
1: Yeah, it did. He fell hard and he's an older mm-hmm. gentleman, not that old. He ain't in his seventies or nothing like that. Uh, but here's the other thing too. I, 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 who's that, that picked it off? Levi Wallace. Yes. No. I put a little bit... Who was it? Casey? It was...
0: No, it was... Uh, yes, it was Casey. It yeah, was Casey. Casey. It was yeah. either
1: Casey or Levi. No, no, no. It was Casey. It he, was Casey? He, yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's here's the thing, though, too. I put a little bit of that on Casey. Because end of the game, clock ran out, game secured. Get you tough. don't get nothing more uh, other than getting out of the end zone when you know the clock is expired. If you didn't know the clock is expired a little awareness. I ain't primarily blaming him, but the game is over and you had their uh, offensive lineman. 50 Tom is his last name. Just get a little revenge just because he had the opportunity to cause the tackle late, you know, late flag came out and I'm sure he's going to be fine for excessive roughness. Right. But I put a little bit of that on case. He could have took a knee into the game. Everything would have been fine and dandy. So at one of them situations, I know Coach Tomlin does. Coach, what are we trying to do? Get down. Game's over. So, that sucks for Coach Danny, man. He's going to be walking around with his arm up in a sling like that. And that, that I've heard, is one of the more um, just aggravating surgeries. Is that shoulder?
0: It's one of the more complex. I know that. Uh, now, that said, they don't have to, you know, get him back on the mound.
1: No. <laughs> so, I mean, no. he,
0: he does, it doesn't have to be precision. But there, I I've – I've had a couple of friends, actually, uh, not athletes, who've had shoulder surgeries, who just like, really? Like, is this ever going to get fixed? Is this ever going to be right? So here's hoping the best for Coach Smith.
1: Yeah, for sure. And such a tough dude, too, man. You mentioned Danny Smith to almost anybody. Uh, There's a smile on their face and a story behind it.
0: Mm-hmm. And yeah, Steven <laughs> says he's just going to throw another piece of gum in and keep on working. That's that's kind of how that rolls. By the way, his his special teams have had a good season. And this is a good point, I think, to 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 make here. Uh, we haven't seen long returns. One, actually, uh, all year which was just a couple weeks ago against the Steelers. We, we've we seen decent returns. I mean, you, yeah, there's no such thing really as kickoff returns anymore. The punt returns have been OK. Uh, There's been a little bit of splash, blocked extra point, you know, uh, just last week from Pat Peterson. Uh, He's done well. We're going to talk about somebody else today, Mo. this was uh, something that you promised the other day that you wanted to bring up this week.
1: We did, just because it happened in the Green Bay game. It happened in the Tennessee game. Uh, This guy, JPJ, Joey Porter Jr., man, and nothing negative about what we're about to talk about. It's just a reality of what's going to chase him for a little while. One, I think everybody's over the fact that his dad played, although that's been playing up a little bit, man. And um, just him becoming his own person. Him becoming his own person at a separate position, not outside linebacker like his pops, is this. His reputation is something that's going to be watched week in and week out. His reputation right now is what? He's very handsy. He's going to grab. If there is any time in the game, which is what I think we're seeing, because in the last – in the Green Bay game, I felt like he got one and it wasn't even that bad of a pull or a tug. But because he's known as that guy and those wide receiver coaches are chir- per- chirping to those uh, referees that are watching them and the wide receivers in the uh, in the referees' ears, he's going to be prone to being called for DPIs. It's until his reputation starts to take over, that he's a good coverage corner. One thing that Jory Porter Jr. has is this, confidence, athletic ability, Ooh. range, man. He understands his his arms, y'all, are about as long as a friggin' tight end or lineman, man. But what he's going to have to deal with is being more savvy of a vet. This is where you'll see guys who are real good have those little tricks of the trade where they can grab the hips, pull the shoulders, hold the hand down and stuff like that. I don't feel like he's going to be giving that grace for a little while until he proves that he can cover real good. And the one thing that I've noticed about Joey Porter Jr. is this. When it comes to running down the field, (laughs) when it comes to running down the field, he runs with the best of them. He can blanket them like the best of them. So the idea that he has to hold them to break up a pass, I need that to be gone.
0: It's a, a lateral quickness that he's got too, which is so valuable at that position because everything that you're doing is a reaction to something that someone else is doing. It's not scripted for you the way it is, say, for example, Deontay Johnson, when he goes out for a pass and runs a really, really precise route. Uh, Joey Porter jr. Has shown me a ton in terms of athleticism in terms of his ability to, to, like you said, to keep up, but he's got hands all over the place. Now we knew this, we talked about this before the draft. Yeah, on this show uh, that the reputation had really preceded him. The question that I have for you, Moan as an 11 year NFL guard who was in constant communication with the <laughs> officials. <laughs> and I understand it's a different type of officiating too. That's something that I, I, I think people just think of officials as just a, a bunch of people wearing stripes. No. There's people who are assigned to, to watch the holding. There's people who are assigned to watch the secondary. It, it's more specialized than I think what people realize Moan, when you see that, when you see someone play the way Joey Porter Jr. does, can you picture the other team working the refs like
1: crazy? Oh my gosh! Absolutely, I can't wait to watch film and just find one or two plays. That's all I need, and mm-hmm. I need to just be in the in the referee's ear just a little bit, just to make sure he sees it. And if he does it once, I'm a I'm a overexact. You don't see him holding me. And that's where the acting and the savviness of those veteran players um, like Amari Cooper this weekend is going to come into play. And that's the only reason I'm bringing this up is because, no, it's not the only reason, because I think the guy's going to be good. I saw somebody in the comments say he's mid and nothing else. He's also a rookie. You don't become a mid-cornerback in the second round is what I'm telling you. I understand where you're coming from by saying Joey Porter Jr. is mid is from the uncle's table at that man he's made nothing special it is what it is and now I'm, you're entitled to your opinion maybe he turns out to be a bust who knows but here's the thing he's shown me he's got that swagger that somebody said a second ago alan dennison says man confidence is what he has he's shown even if you believe pff or whoever else that that grades this next gen stats He knows how to run with guys, and his stat line said that he's good enough to be one of those upper echelon corners in the league if he continues to grow, if he continues to play the game, if he continues to understand how wide receivers are going to attack him. Amari Cooper this weekend is just as big as he is. It's going to be physical. I expect Amari Cooper to be a guy that flails a little bit more uh, on Sunday and tries to show that, look, he can't guard me." me. He's holding He's me. Holding me. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm telling you, the more and more he gets better with his hands. And I don't know if we've seen a corner in Pittsburgh play the sideline the way he does. When he knows he got a guy on the sideline, he just runs and presses him out even more. And maybe that's just basic cornerback stuff. But DK, I don't remember how many times we've seen this type of play in Pittsburgh The where you're saying – even if he's mid, as our brother just said a second ago, um, it's something to grow on.
0: He's got he's got progression for sure ahead of him here. Bob Schreiner, who never ceases <laughs> to amaze, says Joey Porter Jr.'s tackling starts with the hands and ends with the wrists. His tackling has a long way to go. And There's no way we're going to get through a whole segment on Porter without at least casually mentioning that. But I I can also see a situation here. Look, everybody loves him right now. Mm-hmm. He's, he's Joey Porter's kid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's got some fun to him. He's got some attitude to him. Uh, as soon as he goes out there, you can line him up against the other team's top wide receiver and feel good about it. I also can see a situation where that turns like this. I do as too. soon as he's getting flagged and the football is being moved down the field on a regular basis. You follow me here? Yes. And one. now, now, now is the time to make sure that that's that's under wraps.
1: It is. And and Barks, you're right. He he goes, We're early on the hey Mon screw with DK. Okay, but this is a good one because we're on this one. Barks goes, Hey moan. since we're on the topic of players getting reputation of chirping back to refs, meaning politicking. That's what we'll call it, DK. It's chirping back the refs and politicking is what you're doing to sway calls. Do you think refs call more penalties on those players? No, because I'm bringing your attention to something. They understand I'm watching film and in this mix just as much as you are watching it and officiating it. It will, and I've done this numerous times. I knew a guy was holding me or had the tendency to hold an offensive lineman to not allow them to go to the second level to block linebackers. I'd before the game, hey, ref, watch 94, man. He he he's grabbing me, man. I'm just letting you know he's the type to not let us get to the second level. Just watch it, and that's the conversation. It ain't like, man, you need to call this now when it happens. I'm gonna look back at him like you you didn't see this? Why? Look at my jersey. Look at my jersey. Like. Those are the games that you play. Fingerprints. Oh, my gosh, DK. <laughs> Those are the games you play to get that winning edge here and there and in between, DK. I love playing that game because, uh, one, if you're guilty, they're going to find out about it. But, two, it keeps the game a little bit more cleaner, too.
0: It's exciting to have a player doing what he's doing. And as Simone started out saying here, uh, I think we're he and I are on the same page when we say we're not knocking him. Okay, not even the tackling because (laughs) what he's offering you right now out there is something that most teams don't have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Most teams do not have a corner who can go out there and go at the other team's top wide receiver and annoy the living hell out of him. Yeah. And that's what you're seeing Joey do. He just you just Just like you have to avoid splash at all costs, you have to avoid the deep DPI's because you're going to run into a Joe Flacco, not literally Joe Flacco, but a (laughs) Joe Flacco who will just play to that. You're going to find it might be Harbaugh. It might be Harbaugh at season's end where he just says, John Harbaugh, where he's just, look, I know this kid's going to. Grab my guy the whole way down the field. We're gonna have our guys take a spill, and we're gonna have forty yards every time we drop back.
1: No doubt about it. And uh, shout out to you too, Rob Roberts. Like Ramon, breathe a little bit. I, I I got to on this topic because when we're talking ball and stuff like that, man, that that really gets me going. And I'm excited for what Joey Porter Jr. is gonna turn into. And y'all y'all know this to be true too. The ability of his because of him born into this NFL alumni, the pressure on him also. To be able to seek out guys, always be above board, always be a guy that's making sure that he's a pro at all times. Watching all the things that he do, to me, I feel like he he's on. He will be on a trajectory to be more successful than anybody else in that situation. And of course, playing in the same city that your dad played in. I mean, if 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 you're looking for motivation to carve out your own path as a pro, whether you have a bad rookie year. Or, or is mid, or is damn good. Guess what? The next year is the steps I'm looking forward to him taking. Pittsburgh got a very sizey cornerback that knows how to run and has small item things that he has to work on as far as technique. DK, what do coaches want to do at all time? They want to coach and coaching technique and having it real off season, Oh, they welcome about. that. Yeah, they, they can't welcome that wait for yeah. that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, but, uh, they'll embrace it.
1: His floor is almost as better than any other rookie corner floor we've had floor in over a decade. Term.
0: Floor is the perfect term for this young man. Rochelle Barnes uh, never, never lets us down here. Gifted 50, 50 piece. memberships here, and that's why you've been seeing a lot of comments go up here uh, just praising Rochelle. If you Again, if you want to become one of these uh, members, you can do that by just hitting accept gifts and – the boss points out here that we are. Since someone asked earlier, we are at eighteen fifty-one. on. Easy. I know. Remember, the goal was two thousand by season's wow. end. Yeah, yeah. They haven't even played ten oh. games yet. What, is this? What?
1: what the heck? It's, it's misspelled. Misspelled, right? DK. Oh no! <laughs> I,
0: I can't stand it. How did no. that happen? How how
1: did you get got like that, DK? Oh, uh, I know how I got. got. <laughs> hey, I see I see some uh, troll behind the scenes over there just giggling right uh, now. DK. Uh,
0: that's funny though. That's you good. Know, the
1: thing is though,
0: it still didn't fix my keyboard. It did not. No, it did, it not. did not. I
1: don't know what's going on, Robert. I saw that you're right. I, I get <laughs> caught up in these uh these moments we have on this show, man, which is fun. But DK, you finally got a backers cap. That says dog on it. Oh, <laughs> you're wrong. The graphic is right. If y'all can't see it, it's a backwards red hat with D-A-W-G on it, DK. Well, that's how what I you. just typed.
0: Look, it's right there.
1: <laughs> you didn't type that somehow. We gotta get your we gotta get your keyboard out of the suburbs. That's what that is.
0: Oh no. <laughs> yeah. When we come back, we're
1: gonna get into the only segment that matters. And that's hey moan and figuring out how DK gonna spell dog. <laughs> I'm trying.
0: I'm trying.
1: Try harder.
0: At DK Pittsburgh Sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now, that connection's stronger than ever. Introducing our all new state of the art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts. Check live Fox scores. Track the latest stats chatted up with our community of thousands of fans all in one place the new app from dk pittsburgh sports coverage that connects as you can imagine we are full of all kinds of reaction to my ridiculous cyber hat uh, we also have lots and lots of hay moan fodder to get to uh, before we do that we're gonna uh, take care of a little bit of business here mr Malvo, who was just accused by a Moan of, of calling Joey Porter Jr. mid from the uncle's table. He says, you know what? He says, All right, I see you. We can, have a, we can have a good reasonable <clears> discussion <throat> about this. And I am now a member of the Ramon Foster show. I like it. So that.
1: there we go. I, and I've seen this too. He he the, his comment from Mr. Malvo was this. He's mid because of all the reasons we're saying. He needs to he needs to shake moan i guess and understand i'm good i've done db work i guess and he's Mm -hmm. not that i'm good db work and he's not that rookie or not db development takes place in college there's also in the last few years sauce uh has been that dude um i think seattle has a really good cornerback in witherspoon and i think um patriots has a guy also that's pretty Gonzalez, if I'm not mistaken, too. You're still learning on the job. Reeves Allen di- didn't just start like 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 Richard Sherman didn't just start. You're saying these things as if as if it's ready made, as if he's not going to grow. What I'm saying is this: where he is in his rookie career should project him to be one of those island dudes, Richard that's Sherman. Him.
0: That's fair. I'm
1: not saying he's an all-pro this year.
0: It's a great I, floor.
1: It's a great floor. So we may be saying the same thing, but mm-hmm. as far as Pittsburgh is concerned, the future for this guy that's able to blink at one side of the field is bright. Unless he sabotages his own career, unless he doesn't shake the fact that he uh, he's known as a handsy guy, holding mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. DK, you've seen... DBs come in and out of Pittsburgh. Where do you place Joey Porter Jr. in that conversation? No, with, I, as a I, rookie or what yeah. you
0: can see him being. I don't yet. That's my that's my correct answer. Okay, that's I, fair. Th- meaning that's my fair. own my own version of a correct yep. answer. Um I I just I want to see him get through this period where he gets flagged a lot. It's because it's gonna happen. That's very fair. Okay. And then from there, I want to see him. Adjust to the adjustment. Yes. Okay. Let's see him adjust to the officiating. Let's see him adjust to the rep that, that's going to hit him. Uh, let's see him adjust to some of the negativity that will accompany that, whether it's from the inside or whether it's from the outside. Right now, everything in Joey Porter Jr.'s world is sunshine and roses. There we go. Okay? It just is. And that's never accurate. I'm sorry. Not in professional sports. Okay? Only Moan made it through 11 years without having a single negative
1: thing happen to him on the football field. <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah, right, DK. I got penalties in there. I think the most sacks I had in a year was four. Um, And the least I had was one. Of it was course. one. It yeah, was one. it was one. Um, yeah. So one to two a year is fair. And if he's getting one or two holding calls, I mean, it's going to suck, but it is what it is. Man, y'all are on fire right now.
0: Yeah, I mean, it goes from you know Carrie Russell comes in with one gift that's appreciated. Okay, yeah. it is uh, across the board. We say that all the time. We 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 appreciate everybody from one to Rochelle. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's how it goes here because the barber came in with with five. Uh, we have here Hodge comes in with ten. Uh, Daniel Pike with twenty, and of course Rochelle uh, coming through in a big way as ever. Uh, Jay, Jay Freeman just now popped onto the screen at, 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 at 20. Uh, we appreciate the support that we get. Uh, and comes in with 10 just now, like this second. Okay, I'm trying, yeah. We're trying to get to the rest that's of the true. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he Thank in, you yeah. guys, man. Yeah, that's, gonna- that, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Brian says, along with his own contribution, not to look ahead, but if the Steelers beat Cleveland, they can easily have 10 wins by the time they get to Seattle. You don't need to do that. Tell them, Mon. It's such a hypothetical,
1: man, and uh, they're going to have to go play ball. The, you, you're right, though. I, I love the mindset on projecting where this team could and should win, but it, it does boil down to a week-to-week league, man. As, as much as I want to live that life with you right now, uh, I'm going to go week-to-week with them. I, I want to see them – Push back on this defense. Let's let's say this going into this weekend though, and it ain't even Friday, DK. What's up, Damon? Dogs. Okay. Uh, what's up, Damon? Appreciate you for that. We're gonna ding that bell when you guys uh send something in too. But if they go in and this group up front, and we saw a social media post actually today from the Steelers that had the five big boys up front, and I think Darnell was in it. That to me was signifying just a little bit like okay, they really think they got something in this group, but also if they can walk into Cleveland and fight back against what that defense is at their place, they might take that step that we all needed to see DK.
0: The boss informs that with this this crazy wave that we just had uh, here of contributions, that once all of the gifts are actually accepted, we'll be over 2000 So now the onus here goes to the people who haven't yet accepted them. So if you don't see, you know, that your name is up there in green on the super chat or whatever, don't don't be bashful. Go get it. That's how they started too, the people who are making contributions. Most of them started by accepting a gift from somebody. So yes, go yes. ahead in and do that. And and yes, as she points out here, oh my God, thank you all. That's absolutely incredible and not at all expected on it this per- expected. on this particular day here. Jim Fairfield, great point here. Isn't it nice to have several impact rookies to talk about? It's kind of cool, ain't it, DK? It is, and you know who else got called out in a positive way Ooh. by the head coach this week?
1: Who? Keanu Benton. I figured that's where you had
0: it because he's your dude, and you've been on the Keanu. No, you weren't on the Keanu Benton trade. You were. You were. You were in the front. You were. You were. Chugging the locomotive. I
1: was. Way throwing in the
0: summertime.
1: I was throwing coals inside of that fire. (laughs) That's what I was doing. (laughs) I I wish we had a breakdown of what what I saw from him on tape. It's in one of those former um, episodes that we've did. By the way, what are we at? 404 right now. Shout out to Atlanta. That's their their area code. But his hand usage. You see it every single play. His ability, You see it. Explain that
0: to us, please. He
1: gets on and get people off of him. You see him cutting through. He know how to rip through guys. He know how to use his body, which is a big attribute of his, and get guys backwards. He's in the backfield being disruptive, and he's playing his role. I told you, when I was in Pittsburgh for that Titans game, I went to their their snack dinner that they have the night before the game. He's at a table with a bunch of vets just soaking up stuff. Not saying nothing. A part of the conversation, Minka, Cam, TJ, Fajoko, and uh, Larry O. That's a good group to be around, to just be in the essence, DK, of what they're capable of, man. And that, to me, said a lot because rookies don't usually sit at big vets' tables like that. They don't, man. Yes, Dwight, his wrestling leverage and strength are big assets and skill. Yes, it is. And I don't think he started doing football to friggin' his sophomore, junior year in high school or something. So he's on the same trajectory of being one of those dudes that's a smart, tough guy out of Wisconsin, man. Love seeing that.
0: That's that's the key. And a lot of people predicted that too as it related to Benton's future in the NFL was that the wrestling would really come in handy because of what he'd be able to do with his upper body in terms of eluding people, uh, shedding the blocks, the way, as, as Robbie Jones here, you've been talking about for a yeah. With uh, Mark Robinson being stuck. Uh, right now, you have an opportunity on that defensive line between Benton, uh, Cam Hayward, and Larry oh, Ogan Joby to really get something done and maybe minimize some of that, some of that loss, the you, massive loss that you now have at the inside linebacker position.
1: You know, where, uh, when I see him on tape, what I'm seeing from, um, from uh, Keanu Benton to me, yeah. Let's, let's not forget Montrevious Adams too. I'm I'm done. For, we know that, right? I know. I know. Okay? I know. Yeah. Uh, that that I am officially past
0: tense when it comes to uh, uh, underestimating or forgetting about Montrevious Adams.
1: Yeah, I, I'll say this about Keanu Ben with very much a lot of respect for Ke- uh, Larry Ogunjobi. Larry is his own item. Like he's in his own world with the stuff he's capable of doing, but when when i look at kiana he reminds me more of what batman and robin of tood and cam was like we used to call Tuit a wild bronco because you couldn't really control him he's a wild child big body big athlete moves well he's like a bucking bronco is what he was with 7 foot arms and, and that was the castro that came up with that he's like a a, a, a mustang he, he that's what we <laughs> called him the wild mustang and uh, I um, never heard that. That's th- great. Oh my gosh. Well, that's what we did when it when I hyperextended my knee when he ran into it in camp. That was one of the first things we said in film that bleeping Mustang is what got you, Moan, because he's just reckless in his movement. That's what I see out of Keanu, just in a bigger body.
0: Lots of wrestling fans making their voices heard here on the show today. You can see wrestling. wrestling this is from Jay Quest, it's a really good line here. And, remember, by the way, when we're talking about wrestling, we're talking about real wrestling, not not to offend anybody (laughs) here. uh, Like Big Ten wrestling. Wrestling is a baseline sport for any sport because it fosters mental and physical toughness, and it does do that. And the people who are involved in the great, great sport of wrestling are so passionate about it. Oh, my gosh. I I can promise you right now that for however much uh, Keanu Benton, Loves playing football and loves the paycheck. i telling you somewhere in there, yeah, he's a wrestler. He's a, <laughs> he's a, he's a wrestler putting on a helmet every Sunday.
1: You know what's got me, man, is I heard that wrestlers have the wildest house parties on college campuses. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it was strange. actually, uh, I was listening to Taylor lawan on his podcast talk about at Michigan UM, Big Blue, That you go to a a, a wrestling house party, one, of course, there there may or may not be some alcohol there. And if you do or do not drink a good bit of it, what's the first thing they want to do, DK? Wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> they want to wrestle. So it gets a little wild at those places, man. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Is Well, I'm glad to see it's working in this benefit, though.
0: Good, good stuff. Somebody points out here, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, and Iowa are the three main states for wrestling. There are others as well, mm-hmm. uh, to be respectful. Somebody else mentions Penn State. Uh, Daniel Pike did, and they should. I mean, with the program uh, that Cale Sanderson has built with the Nittany Lions is uh, is l- like him, Legendary,
1: right, right, okay. Right.
0: And if I sound like I know at least a little bit about it, I've had to cover some wrestling uh, in my day as a reporter, notably at, at the Olympic level. And you will never see anything that's more passionate in person. Among, all respect due to football and everything yeah, else here. No, I get it, get it, man. When you're there and you see you see the the, the champions' reactions, or you see them when when they retire. Have you ever seen mm-hmm. that scene? Leave, oh, I haven't they, seen it. They leave their shoes on the mat
1: oh okay okay
0: it's their way of letting everybody know that's it i'm done as a wrestler okay because like the end they'll it be eliminated from a tournament and the fans of both teams both wrestlers whatever will stand in unison for this super long standing wow. ovation and the dude's crying and it's like it's just unlike any from a reporter standpoint unlike anything i've covered that's uh, fascinating uh, right yeah yeah there. great great stuff here we have uh Sorry, every once in a while, we'll go on a tangent. That's how. Yeah, right. that's
1: what we do here, man. That's right. Robbie
0: Jones says Does it seem like Miles Garrett really struggles against Dan Moore, or is it just me? Is it perception? Is it just that he's not getting to the quarterback? Because, you know, those PF guys, PFF guys, they still grade him great against the Steelers,
1: of course, because he just has to exist. Pressures are cute. You know where I'm at on pressures, right, DK? Mm-hmm. They're good, but finishing the actual pressure with a sack is what matters most. Like, I get it. You can affect them. Only time a pressure is good is if they mess up the trajectory of the quarterbacks throwing motion or bumps a guy in his back, right? Blocking them into the quarterback. I understand what he got going on uh, and how they view Miles Garrett. But here's the other thing, too, Robbie. Let's make sure we just keep quiet about that as long as Dan Moore is doing good, man. He is. He does seem to be the guy. Yeah, Um, sometimes perception
0: can be reality because if enough people like me walk up to Dan Moore this week and say, hey, Dan, you looking forward to owning Miles Garrett again or whatever else here, it builds up your confidence a little bit. It It, it just, you know, you think about it.
1: It does. You know,
0: I I think that's okay.
1: Like if you thought D.O.G. was D.A.W.G., you'd be a whole lot better too, D.K. Like you keep typing in just dog. Our favorite mate from Australia, Darren Watts, says, here's a gift.
0: That's pretty cool. It comes in Aussie dollars, too.
1: It does, man. Much appreciated. By the way, too, I saw this, DK, and I think it's all right. Michael Walker has some. Darren, thank you. we going to put you right back up, Darren. But here's the other thing, too. Shout out to you, uh, Darren. But Michael Walker, hey, Mom, wish I could donate like some of the others, but I'm retired. I'm oh. pick- We're not asking for that. Absolutely not. If for anything, Michael, receive these memberships, dog. We are gonna that's hit this That's why bell. we're doing it. Absolutely. That's why we're doing it. Yeah. yeah that's why the
0: gifts come in. Yeah. That's Don't why the feel- gifts come in because they end up going to they end up going to somebody else who might be on hard times. Exactly. You might be a little bit ill. Uh, we've we've had
1: those cases for sure. Yes, we um, have. And, we, and if you feel a little ill, this group going to make sure you feel better each and every time <laughs> you up in here, Mike. Sons of Liberty says, hey, Moan, why?
0: Why do the Steelers force routes outside the numbers all the time?
1: Isn't that the hardest throw for a quarterback to make? Not really, because look at where the hashes are, too um the hash a little bit towards the middle of the field each and every time um i think it's fair you playing in the nfl you need to have an nfl arm those guys do and the reality of it is it's the idea that you get the wide receivers the ball in space give it to them quick on the sideline let them make a play that's the way it's rolling and if you look at the way all these young guys are coming up too, a lot of them offenses are sideline to sideline when it boils down to how they operate it's just adjusting to what they are doing in college some of it now breakdown of it from a, each offensive coordinator a little different there's a, actually a lot of other productive teams in the nfl that plays the ball on the sideline it's not just pittsburgh it's a lot of teams in the nfl we have an uh an
0: in shop guest here to ask you uh, hey moan hey let's and do it, this, DK. DK. here's introducing aaron hey aaron there you go What's Hi, up, aaron. hey beautiful DK, hey, by the glad way. to be on the show Looking good yeah. here with my family. We'll be we'll be heading up to Cleveland this weekend ourselves. Good time. Got some tickets to uh, check this big match out up. We're excited about it. Uh, my question for you is is uh, is what how do you feel about the Steelers uh, offensive line progression and and sorry if you guys have deep dived into this. I'm a little late to the show today. And uh, what are some of the keys to the matchup to uh, kind of containing this number one defense with Miles Garrett being the sack leader in the league. Uh, Can you talk about some of the matchups that we need to see to perform to get that victory this weekend?
1: Great question, Aaron, and great test. This is where I stand with these guys, man. In the last two weeks, they've shown that they can play together. They've shown a little edge and attitude, too. And they've shown that production on the ground is something that they're capable of. Um, This weekend, going to Cleveland, on the road, handling the crowd, dealing with Miles Garrett and gang, everything that's involved in it. This group in Cleveland is going to be looking for some get back. This will probably be one of those knockdown, slobber, knocker fights, right? It's going to be that. You injured, Nick Chubb, accidental. They're going to run with that. It's just going to be that. This group this weekend has one task to me. except Aside from all the regular game plan, knowing your play, snap, count, trying to be clean, nothing dirty, right? They got one major task, fight, literally fight. Don't let them bully you. Absolutely cannot bully you this weekend because they're going to be driving. Miles Garrett is going to be over. Mason Cole doing that little sideline to side. This is one of those games, me as a player, I'd go dark. You're not going to see, feel, hear anything except for a bunch of pads and a bunch of, hey, they think they can bully us. They think they owe us a dub. It's going to be a lot of us versus them this week. That's their only goal to me. If they come out of that game and we just so happen to lose, and sorry for going on on this one, but we just so happen to lose, but this group punches back, keeps them steady, and don't look like a bunch of amateurs out there, this group is going to take another step in the right direction, period.
0: Good talk, Ramon. like to hear that from a yeah. guy who's been down in the trenches.
1: It's that type of week. Am I fired yet? Yeah, you are. I'm right. real. He he got me going more than you did today. You fired. That's it, man. I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I'm
0: just gonna go right about hockey tonight. Oh wait, yeah. I'm doing that anyway.
1: Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you gotta do, man. I'm gonna watch this uh, Baltimore game, man. Uh, but he asked a question: What this O line supposed to do, DK? You know those weeks that we've had. Just to you know catch you up on what I talked about. They oh, got one goal. Oh, yeah. fight. Hmm. Ain't no other way around it, right? Yep.
0: Yep, that's it. That's it. We had a couple of, a couple of good questions that came in here. Uh, this one's terrific from Colin, who says, Hey, Moan, does it hurt Broderick Jones' growth at left tackle at all by playing him so much at right tackle? Because do the Steelers still perceive him as being the future
1: left tackle? You know who else did this? Hmm. Orlando Brown Jr. Oh. He turned out to be already right at left tackle, too. got a Super Bowl with Kansas City. I think Pittsburgh is going to keep <laughs> Project Jones. And eventually, if possible, he's going to move over to the left side. But here's the thing I have to ask you guys. If Dan Moore plays well enough, right, or it, it goes well for him the rest of the year, and we don't hear his name, which means he had a good season with Isaac, right? Mm-hmm. I'd much rather keep it the same because it's yeah. just as valuable, DK, to have him as a right tackle. Right tackles are still getting, man. I, I think some are touching twenty plus million a year. He's still going to get paid. He's still gonna this get isn't going to be off. one
0: of those cases where you're taking money off of him. It's take one for the team. It's it just ain't the not. same no more. Mm-mm.
1: It's not. No. I appreciate you, Nick. No, that's
0: that's uh, as long as long as we're on the subject here. Maddox comes in and says, "Hey, Moan, do you think Broderick Jones will be as effective in pass blocking?" As he's been in the run game. What
1: are you seeing there? Pass blocking is always the hardest to learn. It is. Um, if he's run blocking well, let's live that life and understand that he has to just and become a better pro with his pass set and understanding angles, understanding his rushers. Y'all gotta think this young man was just in college in 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 uh January, okay, in in March, April. He's just now becoming a pro. That's why we got to be slow to go with what's happening with these rookies, Joy Porter Jr. and uh, all these young guys, man.
0: Darwin has a, has a question. I'm going to jump on this one. He says, why was Darius Rush inactive and Levi Wallace not? He's our worst corner. <laughs> uh, Levi wouldn't have been the odd man out in that event anyway, but Darius Rush was inactive, according to Darius Rush, because the coaching staff saw something that they didn't like. That Green Bay was going to do that, they didn't feel worked toward his skill set. You can judge that however you want. I'm just sharing. Uh, Rob says, Hey Moan, with Pat Fryermuth being back, I'm thinking our offense will be rolling in the 12 personnel. Darnell Washington will soon have his breakout game. What do you do there, by the way?
1: know, do you put you have them both on the field? You can. How? Absolutely. uh can What do, just what do, no Meaning for you, what for, would be for, your way for matchup personnel? We already know Darnell Washington is a more of a primary blocker right now anyway. So mm-hmm. if it's one of those and you're trying to do a strong play action, hit him down the middle or get a down the field ball. I see absolutely nothing wrong with that. A RPO would be awesome in those moments where Darnell is out there and he can help move the line of scrimmage. He's been a big asset. On the end of the line, too, by the way, Darnell Washington. I saw somebody also ask the question in passing, do I see him transition to a tackle? I don't know if Pat Myers, you know, is in his wheelhouse of teaching a a college tight end how to play tackle the same way Munch did with Alejandro. I don't think Darnell's ever played O-line. That's a tough ask.
0: Only in his head. Uh, He he, he takes a lot of pride in the blocking six-man and all that other stuff, but... Uh, Darnell is the hundred percenter in the equation because when you run the ball to his side, it's a hundred percenter. It's, it's never going to just be stuffed because he is, a, he's going to eat someone mm-hmm. over there. It's just, it's, it's just such a different dynamic when it's on, by the way, the Steelers did run more to the left than to the right against green Bay. Eddie Carter says, uh, Hey, Moan, if Kenny Pickett does not finish strong, and the Steelers don't make the playoffs, would they start saying first-round bust? Where you been, Eddie? <laughs>
1: They're not waiting on you, man. <laughs> uh, it was somebody, um, um, young Clawson, Jimmy Clawson. Carolina drafted him in the second or third round, and he was a franchise quarterback. Okay, I know a second, third rounder. And Jimmy was having a good season in, um, in Carolina, decent season in Carolina. You know what they did the next year? Mm-hmm. Drafted Cam Newton. This is a what-have-you-done-for-me league. It always will be, Eddie. So if he doesn't finish strong, I think you're going to give him a little bit more grace. The coaches will. Is just the Pittsburgh way. Um, but don't think for one second anybody's job is safe. You've had two guys in Pittsburgh since I was there not have the fifth-year option pick up. Three of them. Heck, well, well no, not Ziggy. Um, but you had uh, Terrell Edmonds, Devin Bush, Artie Burns. Heck. And there is probably one or two more that I'm missing that didn't get their fifth-year option picked up.
0: This is a, this is a good one here, too, from Justin Keenan, who says, Hey, Moan, when did winning become a negative narrative? I understand the lack of postseason wins, meaning over the past few years under Mike Tomlin, but aren't we supposed to win in the regular season to give us at least a chance to get to the postseason this is a, a, a really good point to bring up. I had a conversation with Chandon Sullivan, the nickel corner on this subject. And he said, listen, as long as we're legitimately progressing, as long as we're getting better beneath this to be able to do it under, you know, the cover or the blanket of a bunch of wins. That's
1: a perfect scenario. It is. Uh, Justin, be careful, man, because people are going to switch that question into saying that we need more playoff wins than we do. That's just what it yeah. is. But winning is never narrative, uh, ne- never negative. Here's the issue, just people are looking at other teams through these glasses, and they're not being realistic with themselves about what actually needs to happen. Winning is 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 the precedent for what's to follow after that. Yes, they do have to win deeper into the playoffs. Yes, I love for it to look a little bit more prettier. That's the issue. You see in Miami be fancy and. New England be fancy, and this team put up 40 points, and your team can't put up 400 yards of offense, but you're getting dubs. Again, you're seeing right now point totals are down in the NFL. Red zone efficiency for defenses is up for defenses, meaning they're stopping guys, right, more Mm -hmm. and more. I think Pittsburgh's on to something. This defense is always up front, and the reason this team is winning, the offense has to catch up. Or get put on somebody else's coordinator, meaning you fire somebody or Kenny or somebody else is at your quarterback position. All it is is they want a little sexiness to the way you win. And winning is always positive to me.
0: Jim Montgomery wants to know if Broderick Jones gave me any rushing number for this week. I'm not going to do that to him two oh, weeks in a row. I need no. that, D.K. I need that, man. Well, maybe I'll give it a shot tomorrow, <laughs> but i I just I don't like to put somebody on the spot then because what if he says, you know, just to have fun. If he says two fifty, you know, I mean, yeah. then that ends up being bullet bulletin board, board material. Yeah, and then it, it's just not the same thing.
1: Because that goes personally to Cleveland. Now, nah, don't put him in that position, DK. You're right. Don't no. put him in that position. Yeah,
0: it's just that's that would be on me. That wouldn't be on him.
1: And we can't do that type of journalism, DK. <laughs> no. no.
0: Harold asks a wonderful general question here of you. Uh, says, "Hey, Moan, how long does it take?" For a player to feel like part of the team, Um, that could mean different things for a rookie or for like a Pat Peterson coming in. A guy who might be, you know, a, a, a Canton candidate, but he was still coming
1: into a completely new environment inside of that locker room Man, not long, but there's also different phases of it, too. Uh, OTA's mini camp in the summer, you're all a part of the team because everybody's got their hand in the pile and nobody's being judged, really. Training mm-hmm. camp hits a little different, whereas you do certain things to prove yourself. And then during the season, it, it for new guys coming in, make a play. As soon as you make a play, you're a part of it. There's different phases of which part of the team are you because a dude that only lasted through training camp, I don't know if he necessarily feels it, although you don't feel like an outsider. Like when you get those two numbers on the front of your helmet, that's when it really sets in for you because you're part of the fifty-three.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're in Latrobe collecting autographs while you're there, meaning as a player, <laughs> enjoy your time. Yeah, you know what I mean. You'll have time. had your souvenir for having had been in an NFL training camp. Uh, Jay Freeman asks about the the name of the actual store so he can find it online. There's a couple of different ways to answer that. One, the actual store, the thing that I'm in. Is at 224 Fifth Avenue, right downtown. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 12 to 6. Online, if you're looking at the Ramon merch, you find that right here at DKPS.net slash Ramon Shop. By the way, when you see those all lowercase letters, you actually have to make them all lowercase. Really? I have found that out. It's so lame. But but otherwise it'll just give you like this 404. But it's dkps.net slash Ramon's shop with just one S there in the middle. That's the place to go uh, to find the t-shirts, the mugs, the what else, Moan? Stickers,
1: stickers, uh, anything with us on a hoodies, shirts, everything. Yep. 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 I have all of them. So do you. And I, and I appreciate that too. So, that does, so does your brother. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. My brethren.
0: Speaking of our brothers here, Jacob's, uh, in, in tow today. And he says, Hey, Moan, which side needs to be the bullies this week? The O-line or the D-line? I feel like the O-line needs to go there to Cleveland and plant a flag. Which one for you? The answer is both. And the one with the it biggest. Is.
1: <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I, I'm going to give you an answer, but the answer is both uh, because the O-line of ours has the biggest test. But I'll say this too. Cam and the boys need to return the favor. Uh, They need to make DTR um, um, spin. They do. They need to make him errantly throw balls in the air for interceptions and throw balls into the ground and get after them. The same thing, and I'll say this too, that big right tackle that they have, I thought he had a decent game against TJ. I'll say that not decent. I think TJ had a hell of a game last time, though, against him. But here's what I say, run around him. Make him spin in circles. He is a big human. You know what you do with big humans, DK? You run around them like little mice on elephants. You make them spin in circles, man. <laughs> I'm looking forward to havoc being caused by this group and, and stuff that run because that's the only way a, a backup feels comfortable playing quarterback is if he's got a run game.
0: Uh, chaotic says, uh, Hey, Moan and DK, do you think that Pat Fryermuth should take, or maybe Minka Fitzpatrick should take another week so that they can be okay going forward? Moan, please answer that one on your head coach's behalf.
1: If he's available and he's out there, he don't energetic. overthink this stuff. They don't. And <laughs> here's the other thing too. Chaotic. Um, when it boils down to who's healthy during the season after training camp, nobody really is. Unless you got a real-life injury, which seems like Minka is, and he's not just hurt, then you essentially go out there. And for anybody who doesn't know, um, Pat Fryermuth
0: has been a full participant in practice. Minka has not practiced at all. Uh, By all accounts, Trenton Thompson is going to be starting at safety. And, yeah, I know. Go ahead and look him up because I didn't know either. (laughs) Alongside DeMonte Casey, and maybe it's a good thing that it's a third-string quarterback. Yeah. On on the other side here, uh, Maddox wants to know. On that note, Amon, will Trenton Thompson <laughs> be ready Sunday? Uh, he,
1: Trenton Thompson's
0: uh, no, of course no, not.
1: not. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Maddox my little neighbor son's name is Maddox man but I'm here to tell you this you just hoping he makes some plays and hope that him being on practice squad has led to the, his development that's all I got for you on that one Trent Thompson need to be a household name in Pittsburgh for good reasons there's a good
0: behind the scenes question here too from SCS and we're only going to take one more after this say Moan in big games like this how often did did you guys work on trick plays
1: The Steelers haven't tried any of those in a while now. You save them for the division. They're always uh, done on Thursdays. And it's not really even trick plays. It's just uh, end around. pass. Uh, That is a trick play, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's incorporated into the practice at all times. You practice these things all year long when they decide to pull them out, has to be a very situational thing, right? Defense, right time, right place on the field. I I, I just like the way O.C.'s call plays. Isn't just simply based on oh let me go figure what's next no third and two I mean third and five third and two to seven third I mean second and six to four four to six there's placement for every play that's being called and those trick plays fall into that same uh conversation
0: Magaducci comes in with with all the Joey Porter Jr. and T.J. Watt talk do we know who the refs will be oh we do and it's Sean Hockley's crew is which it? means which means bring the laundry.
1: Holding maybe on uh, their be, offensive line.
0: There will be flags galore. They are they are the most penalizing crew. Uh, <coughs> excuse me in
1: the NFL. And you know why they got Sean Hockley there? Why is that? Because it's going to be that type of game. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. That's,
0: that's how they do it. Oh. They, that's see. That's the bad part of being AFC North is you guys got that. You guys created that rep for yourselves that you need to put the best crews on the AFC North dude, games
1: dude. or
0: the, the, not necessarily the best, but the ones that
1: that know how aggressive. to call it. Oh yeah. my gosh. Is that really who's on it?
0: That is really who's on it.
1: Okay. All so, right. Then. So
0: that's another factor. And that's something that, by the way, for you guys who, who wouldn't know this or couldn't know this <sighs> That's a big conversation point at Southwater Street all it week is. long when that stuff happens. When they find out who the ref crew is and they go, "All right, all right, let's start over."
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is so spreads. yes. Uh, this is where Joey Porter Jr. probably goes up to the referees like, "Hey man, I know I know y'all think my reputation is holding, but them dudes just be crying. I don't be holding them dudes. They just can't get open and make them laugh and hopefully Hopefully, DK, you get a pass. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. That. So uh, anyway, that's that's all we have for today unless somebody's got – I'm looking here if there's one more uh, from anybody at all here. Oh, Levi says, wants to know if, if we got over 2,000 members. No, not yet. You, they don't get scooped up that fast. The, the gifts tend to get bought, and then, and then there's a little bit of a, a delay or a backlog until they actually end up. Yeah. Uh, getting accepted here, Joe Yenzer says. How much does the NFL hate the Steelers? I'm not even going to read the rest of that question. It, it, that's not. It's not how it works, man. Yeah, not <laughs> on. <laughs> They're that just one. referees. We're
1: just <laughs> with Daniel Pike. This. This is what this is, man. Wow. Yeah. You're gonna make me do some stat looking on this group.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Oh, James. Do the refs watch films? Yes. Yes. yes.
1: And they also did grade it. Get and, graded.
0: But they watch their own film. But they are all. There's also studying in advance. I mean, they 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 are they come prepared for the games too. They want to know what to watch mm-hmm. for. You know, do. which is another takes us right back to the conversation we had at the beginning of the show.
1: With Joey Porter Jr.,
0: you don't want to be that guy that develops the ref, uh, yeah. d- develops the rep. I should say <laughs> with the refs. All right, guys. That's all. Uh, kind of all the time we kind of have Maybe. for the day. Yep. <laughs>
1: It's been a while since I put these on. It sure has. It's been a while, DK. It sure has. I'm I'm hoping we can all put on sunglasses this weekend and be cool while watching this game. Uh, I wish I could live tweet during it, but I'll be uh, uh, I'll be working Sunday also in Jacksonville. Um, so be cool and and let's watch these guys get this job done. Boy, if they get a road win in Cleveland, that's gonna be big.
0: Well, I mean. I think you're going to start getting to the point, Moan, where you're looking at this team and you're saying, okay, I mean, it's not cute anymore. When you're seven (laughs) and three, that's legit. Okay. That was like the discussion. Remember just, was it the pandemic here when the Steelers started 11 and 0? Oh,
1: 11 and 0. Yeah. And everybody's like, they
0: stink. Worst 11 and 0 team ever. Now, granted, it got a little tougher after that. It did. Okay. But it wasn't. It's, it's not like it's built on nothing, you know, especially if you're getting better beneath the surface.
1: Yeah. Uh, Damon, I see that. I don't know. I've never known that. They just tell us usually. He asks the question, how do you know in advance who the crew is going to be? Oh, it shows up on the press materials. That's how. Okay. Yeah,
0: and we get the press materials, we press types get them on Wednesday. So, or either Tuesday or Wednesday depending on the team. So, it's listed right there on the it's it's actually what it's called specifically is a flip card.
1: Flip card. Yeah. Yeah, you know why it's a flip card? Cuz you flip it over and backwards. We have
0: very little room in press boxes, but they've called them this forever. So, when you have one side, you have one team on one side, the other on the other. You flip it. Yep. So, you fold it like this. Mhm. So it's actually, it's still to this day called a flip card and it's still printed out the exact same way. So to everybody who came in with gifts and, uh, you know, uh, memberships and, and everything else. Uh, thank you so much
1: from one to Rochelle, as DK said, (laughs) From from one
0: to Rochelle and also all points in between
1: all points in between. Yeah. Thank you all for that, man. Beautiful.
0: All right, guys. We're gonna do one tomorrow. We're gonna look ahead more specifically to the game. We're gonna get Ramon's prediction. Rapid fire Friday, the whole deal.
1: Yeah, let's uh tomorrow's gonna be a fun day, man. It's the weekend is Friday. Love it. Peace, good people. Mm-hmm.